section thirty six of Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April 6090, California, United States of America. The World Story, Volume 5 Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 36 Garibaldi and His Prisoner, 1860. By Felicia Butts Clark. When Garibaldi was a young man, he was exiled from Italy on political grounds. He could not help his own country to become free, and therefore he went to South America and lent his aid to Rio Grande do Sul, and then to Uruguay. In 1849, the Roman Republic was established. Of course, Garibaldi was on the spot, and when it came to an end, after only one year of existence, he was again exiled and came to America. The following scene is from a work of fiction, but it gives a vivid picture of the famous leader. The Editor The Battle of Milazzo was over, and Garibaldi, surrounded by his officers, sat in the large living room of the castle overlooking the blue dancing waves of the Mediterranean. The castle was bare and dreary, for it had been long uninhabited, but in the midst of dust and dingy cobwebs the soldiers secured a few hours of much-needed rest lying stretched at full length upon the stones of the courtyard or in the cellars the cool dampness very grateful to the weary men after a desperate fight which had lasted many hours the room in which the general sat about three o'clock of this eventful day was long and narrow on the side three windows opened upon the sea overlooking the gray houses of the village which in medieval fashion were clustered about it in this manner all country towns in italy are built miniature cities clinging closely to the cardinal's palace or the castle of a feudal lord the roofs of the buildings were tiled with red and terraces opened from them broad full of flowers through which a girl's face occasionally peeped out half in fear half in mischief to watch the doings at the long unoccupied castle along the damaged walls of this once handsome hall hung paintings grimly black with age portraits of former governors long-nosed narrow-faced men whose eyes glared down at the rebel general who had dared to come into their presence and usurp their places garibaldi gave but a glance at these relics of a more glorious past he threw off his cap with an air of relief and motioned the neapolitan general to sit near him on one of the plain wooden chairs be careful that this has a firm seat he remarked humorously and the general responded with a smile i fear we have not provided luxurious quarters for our conquerors as good as i'm used to garibaldi shrugged his shoulders a bed of roses has never fallen to my share the general bowed his face was pale and an old womb in his arm had evidently broken out afresh in the exertions of that terrible fight though palermo had been taken at the cost of many lives and much shedding of blood the battle of milazzo had been still more sanguinary any one but the iron general garibaldi who had fought his way through his life with his own strong sword would have been exhausted by the day he showed a few heavy lines around his eyes but he might have marched forth to conquer other fortresses if it had been necessary count romolo looked at him with a mixture of curiosity and admiration from his bed in the lovely villa he had risen to go back to his soldiers he had heard how the sicilians had welcomed garibaldi calling him saviour 
deliverer falling on their knees before him and worshipping him as a divine being with far more reverence than the pagans showed when they bowed before jove he knew how the women called down blessings upon him and held up their children that he might lay his hand on their little black heads and he had listened to the marvellous tales of his bravery how he fought a whole army single-handed in the jungles of brazil how he had been helped by the amazons how he had escaped from terrible dangers been shipwrecked been captured by pirates all these and many other exaggerated tales passed from mouth to mouth until the name of garibaldi was surrounded by a halo of romance equal to that of achilles of agamemnon and all the ancient heroes of greece and asia you're my prisoner i suppose said general garibaldi after a few words of conversation of the battle but i beg that you will accept my poor hospitality and eat at my table until orders come from naples a dull crimson swept over count romali's white face the situation was humiliating the battle was lost and he was a prisoner who would carry the news of the defeat to alicia waiting so anxiously at home the full force of his position came upon him he the conqueror was the prisoner of the rebel garibaldi i thank you general he replied a little stiffly your courtesy is appreciated if you permit i will go now to the wounded soldiers under my command they need me garibaldi looked at him a moment very gravely then a smile crossed his face illuminating and beautifying it rising he held out his hand cordially as simply as a child he spoke believe me i couldn't help it i would have given years of my life to save your men their suffering and you this sorrow but it had to be done general it had to be done and there was no other way but through streams of blood it is not such noble men as you have harassed and tortured these people till they were crazy in their agony and sent crispy to ask me to help them it is that tyrant at naples he paused for an instant fascinated by his earnestness count romoli stood grasping his hand and a great love for this brave soldier of fortune sprang up in his soul garibaldi was right the people had been tortured but the fault lay in the barbarous selfishness of those in authority at naples not in the army which only carries out the commands of its superiors your pardon general you are at liberty go where you please and return when you please only do not forget that in an hour we shall have bread and wine and a little soup very poor fare served here and if your appetite is like mine you will enjoy it i give you my word of honour stammered count romoli with scarlet face he loosened from his belt his sword and lay it on the long deal table which with the rough chairs completed the furnishing of the hall the metal clanged as the heavy weapon fell upon the wood i shall not run away the count's lips trembled garibaldi sprang forward seized the sword fastened the buckle of the belt securely at count romoli's waist and suddenly exuberantly kissed the captive general on both cheeks in the warm southern manner we are gentlemen he said proudly i require no parole d'honneur from my friends stumbling down the irregular stone staircase set deep into the massive walls the count went his eyes were dim with tears garibaldi the rebel had surprised him into emotion he no longer felt humiliated for he had experienced that love which binds men together sometimes in links so strong so lasting that only death can break them even though fate may have made them outward enemies born to lead armies against each other end of section thirty six
this recording is in the public domain